Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minutes hosts talk about one minute of the greatest buddy comedy of all time, the 1988 John McTiernan-directed movie Die Hard. I'm Chris LaSalle of the Star Trek Minute. And I'm David Stoker, also of the Star Trek Minute. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to get into some Die Hard. Yeah, a little change of pace from Star Trek. Yeah. Quite different. Earthbound, as it were, and... Um, but yeah, fun to be part of, the, uh, happy to be part of the project. And, uh, yeah. uh, this is our first set of minutes. We get to do a couple sets, uh, a couple of weeks and, uh, five day weeks, which is a little much for me. I'm used to the three day a week yeah, shift. Me and, too. Uh, so we'll see how, we'll see how we do by minutes four and five. Um, today we are starting with minute 11 of Die Hard. Minute 11 starts with... Eddie telling John McClane what's happening up on the 30th floor and ends a minute later with John McClane getting off the elevator at the 30th floor. Hmm. And this is an action-packed minute if I've ever had one. Oh, my goodness. There is, yeah, is there, there's barely any dialogue. Um, and there's a lot of stare-downs or looking at people. Yeah, so <clears throat> let's just jump, I guess just jump right into it. So there's really only three lines. Okay. Basically, John, you know, the the guy saying, you know, the it, it, it's sort of a abrupt cut. You know, he says, the party, they're the only ones left in the building. Take the express elevator, get off where you hear the noise. Thanks. Yep. Like, that's pretty much it. Die Hard Minute. Die Hard Minute. We'll be back tomorrow. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> but we so do, get, have... we do oh, get a glimpse of the touchscreen, which is, I'm glad we got to talk about, because this is just... This to me screams '80s technology. Oh yeah, man, that's that's some high-res graphics we got going on there. Well, that was like cutting-edge technology. Like anything that was touchscreen, you were like, "Oh my god, it's touchscreen! It's <laughs> cutting-edge technology!" Look at those high-res graphics. I mean, this looks like anything we've ever seen on Star Trek. Look like a Tinker Toy compared. <laughs> you know, this is this is the height height of human innovation. Innovation. I do like how, and, and I'm sure our the previous team talked about this stuff, but I, I, I'm glad we got a second of it. Um, and I like right. that the map is actually, you know, it's the silhouette of the building with all its cool, funky angles yeah. and stuff. It's not just not just a rectangle. They they actually had to overlay the the, uh, yep. the striking yeah, facade. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So you wanted to start right there at the the first half second. Yeah, I would find it useful. I mean, if I had that in a you know high rise and went up to a little touchscreen and touched a person's name in and told me where to go and you know i think that'd be pretty cool it is pretty neat so she has so holly Gennaro is he has to take a right out of the elevators and go from there according to the yep. arrow so after that half a second of cool graphics um we get john mclean you know listening to uh eddie but that's at least yep. I don't know if that's if that's confirmed his name, but that's a that's a the the the, the security the new security guard the terrorist security yep. guard, um, as he's telling them they're the only ones left in the building and take the express elevator. Uh, what what is John McClane smirking at? Well, I don't know. I feel well, like that's like his signature thing though. He's always smirking. He's always right. Is it? But is that a Bruce Willis? He's thing? always like or is a John McClane thing. I don't know, but he's like squinting and smirking and yeah, yeah. I think that's a I think it's a John McClane thing. I don't know if it's necessarily a Bruce Willis thing. All right, I I would propose that we try and do a smirk count over our 
five to ten minutes we're covering in this film. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm going to call that one. One smirk. We'll keep an eye on it. So what is he? Uh, what is he whistling as he's walking away? Uh, he's whistling jingle bells. Yes, he is. That's another good one to keep track of. Is how many? How many? How many Christmas songs are referenced in the movie? Yeah. Do you know? I don't. I don't know. But it'd be. See, this is one of the things where you know, if we were, we're sort of all doing these on our own, and you know, it. Everyone has their own format and the way they sort of go by the minute format. And it would be great to sort of pass along notes up and be like, hey, these were the highlights we pointed, we, we had. Go for it. You know, that sort of thing. Right. And then that way we could we could maybe get an accurate. It would would have been great to have, like, a great forum to talk about some of this stuff because you, you and I do this in, in our podcast, but maybe the other pe- people don't. Like, we, we talked about, like, you know, bad con stuff and, uh, you know, sarcastic con. And, right. You know, that's the stuff that we find interesting is, like, how many smirks is John McClane going to do? How many Christmas tunes are there in this? You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think we'll have a. I think we'll have a chance. Well, at the very least, we'll give give the listeners a week or two of counts, right? Because right. we can do. I think there's going to be there's more there's more Christmas music in the in the minutes we're, oh, yeah. we're doing. Um, so yeah, so jingle bells, um, and I had I, in my note about jingle bells. I had a question for you. Um, yeah. Would you consider this? Would you consider Die Hard to be a Christmas movie? You know, I I was I was going to bring that up at some point, and I actually do believe it's a Christmas movie, and I believe that it is reaffirmed a Christmas movie, and I'm jumping here by the next movie because it also happens during Christmas. So I believe these are Christmas movies. But meaning they're deliberate. Well, what, what do you mean by that, though? Do you mean that it's Well, it's not clearly your holiday. No, it's not your holiday movie where it's like you know, uh, meeting the family or or something like that. But I feel like it happens during Christmas. It a theme throughout the both movies is Christmas, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that to me screams Christmas movie. Okay, so this is would this be one that you that you normally would you watch it around Christmas time? You're like, oh, it's Christmas season. I gotta make sure I watch Die Hard. I don't know, but I think of it as a Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I asked I asked my wife if she thought it was, and she looked at me like I had three heads. She's like, "What are you talking about? That's not a Christmas movie." I'm like, I know "Well, yeah, not. we think of Christmas, yeah. Santa Claus, and right. you know, reindeer and all that kind of stuff." But I think there's other movies in there that could be classified as Christmas because they take place during Christmas. So I think you you sort of have that Christmas vibe. Yeah. All right, especially the music. So, definitely the music. So you and I agree then it's a Christmas movie, yep. just like Jaws is like a summer movie, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Summer, terrify yourself. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I need to go back a little bit because <clears throat> these are the only minutes I think that we get with Eddie behind the security desk. Um, yep. And I'm sure I'm not alone, but I always think, always think it's Huey Lewis the first time I see him. I really, I don't see. I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't see that in the original. Are you talking about the first guy or the second guy? Because we're 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 at first guy. We're at first. What do you mean first guy? So he's he's an actual employee of Nakatomi. Second guy is the guy that comes in and takes his place. This oh he's, this isn't the terrorist guy yet. You're right. No, this isn't this isn't the terrorist guy. The terrorist guy 
is Huey Lewis. I totally, I totally see Huey Lewis. I see where you get it from. Oh, then I need this that. guy. Just looks like this. This guy just looks like your average everyday schmo. You're right. You're right. We don't get to see him head on in this minute, so that's that's why right. I got confused. Oh, I was totally right. Oh, shame on me. I'm not a bad Trekkie. What am I? A bad diehard, diehardist. Um, I, I was thinking this was totally the terrorist one. Oh, oh yeah. But anyway, how about that terrorist guy? He looks like Huey Lewis, right? He does. <clears throat> <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm gonna scratch the rest of the notes i had uh, <laughs> so let's uh the other comment i had before john walks away is um his security desk isn't super high tech or do you think it is super high tech for oh i the- i would disagree with you 88 i think this thing is the pinnacle of as i said before with the touchscreen this is the pinnacle of technology he's got all those buttons and switches and knobs and dials and (laughs) buttons and switches um but the thing i don't see here are a lot of monitors yeah like i want to see i i think security desk i see monitors right and we see cameras coming up like which i have a question for you is do you think that john is totally casing the place because he looks up at the he looks up at the cameras. He looks at the dude who's sort of leaning there. I feel like he's like not casing the joint, but he's he's sizing it up. I, I think he is too. Um, and I was trying to figure out if it was is is it just is this really just a you know a character trait of John McClane because he's a cop and this is just a thing he naturally does, right. or was it or was it something that the filmmakers are trying to do like uh, check it out this building has high tech security as we show you right. one set of security that, cameras well because they show you the security cameras as he's walking by and then it slowly pans down to see um you know tough guy mcgee you know clipping his nails and then as john gets closer to the elevator he makes it a point to when he pushes the button he looks up again at another camera yeah so i get the feeling like he's sort of i say casing sizing up you know the security is important to him or something right yeah, I agree. And thank you for answering the question I had about Tough Guy McGee. Uh, I was like, what the hell is he doing with his hands? I think he's clipping. He's either clipping his nails or he's cleaning them. Okay. That's what I think he's doing. Either way, gross. Either way, like John, like at first first viewing, I thought John, John McClane gives him the nod. You know, he's sort of like, hey, how you doing? But I don't think he's doing that. I think he's just walking by and just sort of like, I think he's just sort of giving him a look. Yeah, what? Not 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 quite not quite stink eye, but he's giving him a little bit of a look. My my note it was yeah. What is the deal with his his look? Is he just not impressed with what he's seeing in this guy or in the? That's what I that's what I was wondering. Is it is it is it he wasn't impressed like <laughs> this guy? <laughs> yeah, but, right right. Uh, backing up a second, uh, one thing I wanted to call out when. John first walks away from the security desk uh, and he's walking down the hallway. Um, yep. The sun is setting behind him. Yep. And I, I just call it out because it, I, one of the things I found they did a really good job with in this movie throughout is the continuity of, of, well, of sun setting and you know night approaching. Um, and this was kind of the first, at least in our minute, the first time you see, okay, the sun is starting to set here. The shadows right. are long in the lobby. Yep. Um, it was... I have more notes as we as we move along, but sun is setting. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you with the whole continuity thing, and I think and we'll we'll see more of that later and you know other minutes yeah. that that we have. But I definitely agree with you that that they hired the right person in terms of continuity for this film. 
another note I had in the moment when John is looking up at the security camera, you know, pushing the button to get on the elevator. Yeah. Uh, you get, the, you know, kind of good shot down the hallway or whatnot. And um, you can tell this movie was set in the 80s because there are ash trays or ash cans yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't see that anymore. Yeah. Um, the other question I had was that statue in the background uh, of that same shot. You know, it's like a big circle with some. Yeah, it's like weird. There's yeah, there's one on either end of the hall. There's one behind Tough Guy McGee, and then there's one behind John uh, as he's getting into the elevator. Oh, right. So yep. They must they must have loved that uh, that artist enough to put that garbage in there. Well, my question for you is, you know, I know that the you know the Nakatomi Plaza is based on it's a you know it's a real building. It's the it's in L.A. the Fox yeah, Plaza, the, I think. Yeah. Um, is do you think? I'm wondering how much of you know, some of the stuff is kind of obvious. It's a set, but I wonder if if this is the actual lobby from the real building, and if so, is that artwork also in the real building, or oh, yeah. did they put that that's, in there for the film? That's interesting. Maybe something we'll have to revisit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I didn't think of that. <laughs> and then my last note was kind of like, is John's waiting to get on the elevator. He is like holding that eye contact on Tough Guy McGee. Like, what is his oh, yeah, problem? He's... he's... He's got something for him. I do like when we see uh, the limo come in, Argyle pull in in the limo. We drive by like six or seven golf carts. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Like, is is the complex that big they need golf carts? You know, I never thought about that. I mean, I guess the building's big, but is it that big? Do you think it's used for driving around the parking garage or out on the grounds? I don't know. And yeah, that's a, that's a I, lot of golf carts. I just figured that was curious to have a bunch of those golf carts like lined up there. Absolutely. And why why did we not get a scene of someone, you know, driving one of those things on fire, you know, blasting a machine gun? Oh, oh my god, that would have been fantastic. That would have been fantastic. Or at least, you know, in all the little cut scenes later on in the movie when Argyle's goofing around down in the down in the limo. Yeah. That would have been fun to just see him tearing around in the <laughs> That would have been cart. awesome. Uh, so Argyle, this we know this is his first time driving a limo. Right? Yeah, he says that when he picks up John in earlier minutes. Yep, he can back that thing up pretty confidently, don't you think? He's well, he was a cab driver. Cab, cab drivers got some driving skills. Even they cut people off left and right, so <laughs> they know how to they know how to handle themselves. Right. So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna I don't know. It's just a you know, such a big. Of course, he doesn't do a great parking job. He doesn't get into the space. I uh, know yeah. he does not. I just thought he was just driving with a lot of confidence for a first time behind the wheel of a limo. <laughs> All right, what's next? A whole bunch of seconds on the elevator. John on the elevator. I think that's about it. I think that's where we end up, is the elevator doors open and he pops out. I will say, though, a nice touch here. Um, if you listen, it's quiet for the first couple of seconds, and then you hear the noise, yep. just like the security guard told him. Wait till you hear the yep. noise, and you'll know you're in the right place. Oh, and actually, he took an express elevator? He did. What? It's okay. In your whole life, Dave, have you ever taken an express elevator? I have not. What, what does that even mean? Does that just mean it goes straight to the 30th floor and doesn't stop? I honestly have no no idea. I mean, I've heard of freight elevators, right? Which, you know, you put all the heavy stuff in, but those are usually, you know, somewhere in the back of the building. It's not off the lobby, but an express elevator yeah 
I'm not, I'm not buying it. Uh, my last note here was, you know, you hear the Christmas music, or you hear the music and the crowd noise, the doors open, and boom, you get Christmas, and you get 80s fashion and hairstyles. And then oh, the, yeah. And then the minute ends. <laughs> so it was a nice, colorful way to boom, hit the end of it. And that was all the notes I had, good sir. Yeah, I don't think I have uh, I don't think I have anything to add. All right. Well, then, let's wrap up here, and we'll come back tomorrow on Tuesday uh, with minute number 12. Um, in the meantime, uh, if you want to check out more of what Dave and I do, uh, you can listen to us talk about the Star Trek films over at the Star Trek Minute. Uh, we've, uh, we've, we've completed Wrath of Khan, and we're currently working through uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Um, you can find us in all the usual places, uh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, we're uh, at Star Trek Minute, and we also have a Facebook group, uh, the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation. You can uh, check that out. Um, but for Die Hard, um, you can find us online at Die Hard Minute on Twitter. On Facebook, we've got a group uh, called the Die Hard with a podcast listeners limo, a little reference to Argyle there. Or you can check out the website at dieHardMinute.com. And uh, also, if you'd like to catch up with all the other Movies by Minute podcasts that are out there, uh, head on over to MoviesByMinutes.com for more information. And uh, again, we'll be back tomorrow on Tuesday with minute number 12 of Die Hard here at the Die Hard Minute. Bye now. Bye. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.